Welcome to the Genius Women Podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisyuk, an award-winning travel photographer and writer with work in some incredible publications like National Geographic, Farm Magazine, and more. And this year, you'll see my name in places like Condé Nast Traveler. I'm on a mission to help other women who want to grow their travel storytelling careers go after their dreams while feeling supported, worthy, and bold. If you're ready to ditch your fear and doubt to the side, step into your brilliance and take action on your dreams, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hi, everyone. All throughout December and January, we're sharing bonus episodes with you as we're taking a little break in preparation for our upcoming season five of the podcast. In this bonus episode, I'm sharing with you a conversation we had in the circle. Every week in the circle, we hold a 30-minute check-in with our members that I call a vision mindset check-in. In this conversation, we're discussing the ups and downs of pitching and celebrating the fact that our members are confident now to pitch the New York Times. We also talk about expanding the definition of what being in a creative career even means for you. And just to note that every conversation from the circle that you'll hear as part of these bonus series is shared with permission from our members. Okay, let's dive in. Before we start, sort of, I want to hear how all of you are feeling this week. Uh, just something that popped up on my feed uh, uh, this morning, you know, Facebook has one of those uh, memories or whatever. So a memory today from September 13, 20, uh, 2016 where my first pitch to Afar was accepted. <laughs> and I said in that note, when I was sharing that, that, you know, after months of trying, finally, my first Afar pitch was accepted. So just something to, to remind all of us that sometimes it does really take a long time. It really does, you know, but I think the question, at least the question that came up in my head this morning when I was thinking about it is, well, how bad do you really want it? You know, because I was obsessing over a far magazine for years, literally for years. I was still in corporate. I was, um, I had no idea how I could, you know, like do any of this. I, I, I absolutely had no line of sight to that, but I, I was reading their magazine and I was like, like, just, just, this is the dream, you know, I want to work with them. And yeah, it took literally months of pitching and trying different ideas and figuring out what they want, what they're looking for, right? Because that's all, something that we always talk about. Like, even when you just read their, their guidelines, which now a lot more magazines are starting to post, you know, which is a good thing. Still, you might not um, exactly grasp from those guidelines, what is this particular editor looking for, right? That you can only really get and hone into from interactions, right? From from pitching them different ideas, from seeing what they say. Hopefully, they're really good at responding, right? And little by little, that's how you sort of hone into, uh, you know, offering them something that will eventually bite and they will eventually take. But yeah, this is not for the faint of hearted, for sure, right? We we don't sugarcoat it. It's not. Um, it's not going to be this like, you know, the first time I pitch somebody, hey, they took it. Although that sure happens as well, right? Even in this group, we've already seen uh, some people uh, get that. But again, how good, how bad do you really want it, right? With some of those dream stories, dream publications that you want to work with, 
it's going to take time, you guys. <laughs> yeah, this morning was a reminder for me that it took me months to break into Afar. Once I started pitching them, like, um, systematically, it took me months to get a story that they that they eventually assigned, you know? So just just something for us to keep in mind, because I know it can be frustrating, right? I, 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 hear, I hear that from all of you, you know, uh, losing momentum, not getting any responses from editors, not feeling like you don't really have ideas to pitch at the moment and then wondering, well, what, you know, what the hell am I doing? Like, I know all of this. I've, I've gone through all of this myself. I think just when you go through periods like that, just don't forget, right? Or, or remember how bad do you really want it? And remember that it's going to take time. And uh, we have to be resilient in that way. And, you know, if, if, we, if we have this dream, if we have this goal, we got to keep working at it, even when it's absolutely horrible and absolutely you're getting no um, feedback, right, from the universe, you, you could get no feedback from the universe for, for weeks or months at a time. And it's in those moments really where you get tested and you're like, okay, I still have to keep going. I, I, I just have to, because how bad do I really want it? You know? Um, so anyhow, I just wanted to share that with you because it popped up in my feed that Afar's anniversary with my work is, you know, uh, is today. So yeah, hopefully it will help you in, in some of those challenges. Hey everyone, I'm interrupting myself for a quick second to share with you an exciting opportunity I've got for you coming up in February 2022. I've teamed up with a veteran travel industry PR executive to create a media trip experience like no other, and you're invited. Join me in Waco, Texas on February 7th through 10th, 2022 for a hosted media trip to Texas where you'll not only develop your travel media network and boost your resume with this media trip, but also get a series of professional development workshops from me and our PR partners. This opportunity is presented in partnership with the Waco, Texas Tourism Board, and you can get more information on it by visiting travelmediabootcamp.com. That's travelmediabootcamp.com, one word. All right, now back to this episode. And by the way, you know, sometimes it can be really frustrating because, for example, the editor that I worked with at Afar, she left and she loved me, man. She would, she would send me stuff to work on. And, and ever since she left, I can't find an editor that I would have the same relationship. So I pitched them a couple of things and haven't been able to, uh, to place those things since, since that editor left, right? So it's like, again, this industry is not for the faint of heart because that can happen too, right? The editor that loves you leaves. But the, the good thing is that editor, she went to Scandinavian Traveler, <laughs> which I'm not complaining about, right? Um, but still, you know, so now at Afar, I don't have that relationship anymore. And almost like I have to start from scratch with someone else. So that's that's the other consideration there um but yeah thank you charlotte yes um my afar anniversary today um any thoughts any anything that's on your minds this week that you want to share with us well i think like just what you were saying Yulia, about um the importance of learning the publication like i'm kind of learning some of my mistakes a little bit like you know i i shared in that group text that the the only thing i really got back from the wellness editor from the times was you know 
hey, thanks so much, not us. And then I went back and I really kind of read some of those pieces and I thought, oh, like I, I could kind of see how, in my opinion, I tried to make it too far reaching. And maybe if I had honed it in more, it would have been a little more them. Maybe not. Maybe it's still too fringe. But then like over the weekend, I was researching, we talked about Cosmo and I was researching that for a different article. And even just reading their guidelines, I haven't heard back from the New York Times on that one yet, but I was like, oh my gosh, this might be better here. They're asking for personal narrative for feature length. Like I was like, that's what they want. And so that was kind of eye-opening to me that, yeah, it's good to take like that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not venue or the, um, the, 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 the publication that you want and go after it, but it also has to be well-suited to what it is they want. Yeah. So I think that was kind of, I don't know, a little lesson, but I felt like that was what you were kind of saying. Like, you know, you, you have yeah. to look at that too. Yeah. And let's not frame it as a mistake, right? Let's frame it as a lesson for sure. And, you know, which actually reminds me because you and I, um, uh, we were on the, on a, we were during our one-on-one session, we were looking at New York times, right. Mm-hmm. And we determined together that the well section would be good, but what, what did we do at that point? We looked at the headlines. We didn't read mm-hmm. the actual pieces. So that's a good reminder, actually, that, okay, the headlines can say one thing, but then you have to read at least a couple of pieces to really, like you are saying, get a feel for the types of stories they do, which we didn't do in the session, right? We just mm-hmm. looked. Because the headlines can be conf- uh, misleading sometimes because, you know, sometimes the headline doesn't really match what the piece is about because headlines are often clickbait. <laughs> Um, so that's a good reminder, but yeah, no, I mean, honestly, the only way you're going to learn for sure is by doing, you know, if you didn't pitch the New York times travel, you didn't, you wouldn't even have this realization right now. And I'm sure you have a new level of understanding of how this process works by pitching them, you know? Um, so I count it as a win in my book that you pitch them, that you learn something. Yeah, you know, you got a negative response from them, but you got a response. And now you have a better understanding of where that uh, piece that you have um, uh, is going gonna, is gonna to fit better. So that's, that's a win in my book. Absolutely. I agree. And I think, too, I just tried to really take a second over the weekend and let it settle in that an editor from the New York times had sent me an email, like where I was a year ago, that was so not even in the realm of my reality. And I just was like, you know what? That's cool. Like it didn't work out here, but that's a really, I thought it was a really cool thing. Let's celebrate that. that This is your reality now that the New York times editor is responding to you where a year ago it would not have been the case. Right. I love how you framed it because that's actually, that's half of the battle right there you framing all the things that happen to you in a way that allows you to continue and be excited mm-hmm. instead of saying, oh, I think, you know, I think they didn't accept my pitch. You say, wow. And that answer of the New York times responded to me. And now I'm excited to pitch this to Cosmo or somewhere, you know? Uh, and, and that, that is half the battle right there, I think. So congrats. That's awesome. Thanks again for listening to our bonus episode today. I hope you found the ideas we discussed here helpful as we all move into 2022. Happy New Year, dear friends, and I wish you all the best in the beginning of this next year of your journeys. I'll see you next week in 2022.